0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the bye week special, where your host Grant Cohn, Coach Noah Johnston. Uh, the Niners have the week off, and normally in a bye week special, you like look at the team and look at their strengths and their weaknesses and break down the situation at right guard. But we've done that so many freaking times. I think it would be more interesting to look at the rest of the league because every time the Niners play a team, I'm shocked at how bad this freaking team is, except for the ones that they lose to. So. I, we're all sort of expecting, hey, you know, the Niners just beat the Rams. They wrote the, sh- they, they they righted the ship. Everything's going to be great. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they should take care of business down the stretch. But so far, all I know is they're one and two against teams that are currently slated to be in the playoffs, and three and two against teams that don't freaking matter. So anything could happen. Let's go game opponent by opponent of teams that have a legit chance to make this playoffs in the NFC, which frankly is any team that's in the NFC right now because it's yeah. garbage <laughs> conference. Are you a team? Are you in the
1: NFC? Okay, you're in a picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like six teams with three wins in the NFC right now. Six. It's terrible. It's an epidemic. Anyway, are you in Brazil today? Are you back up no, in Jersey? I'm,
1: I am home. I'm back in I'm back in the United States.
0: I'm All right, not, good to know. Yeah. That's good. All right, let's let's not let's, let's not waste let's not mess around. Let's get straight to teams we don't know as well as the 49ers, but teams that we've been doing our homework on. We got eight games of evidence and sample size. Starting with the Arizona Cardinals. This team is kind of interesting because usually they start off hot and then fall apart. This year they didn't even start off hot. But they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. He's back. They just lost with him last week to a good Vikings team, I believe. Um, Let's look through this team and decide. Oh, first of all, what's your impression of the Cardinals? Do they really give the Niners a legit scare? Beat them twice last year. Are they the scariest team in the NFL? <laughs> no, that's the 49ers cuz they beat the Rams. All right, so the, the
1: Cardinals, right? So
0: the, yeah. the, I think the
1: important thing you you need to know the, about the Cardinals right now is that it's it's November and that yeah. means Call of Duty is out. And it's true. The the being a quarterback of the Cardinals is not his, Kyler Murray's favorite pastime. It's playing Call of Ma- Duty. Called, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. That's a fun um, game. It's great. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. And people and and people actually make are actually more successful than you doing right. doing yeah Call of Duty. Although
0: I heard that like video game uh you know experts kind of start going past their prime in their early twenties that they're like oh, uh, hand eye okay. coordination kind of starts to go. So anyway, Kyler, you might want to stick with football.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. So yeah, okay. So he's he's documented his his play goes downhill. But let me just let me be devil's advocate here because I like. I'm like the only Cardinals fan in the world. I'm not a Cardinals fan, but I think – I like Kyler. And everyone really makes fun of him because he doesn't do his homework. That's true. He should probably do his homework. But I like Kyler, okay? And when he has DeAndre Hopkins, those guys generally win more than – they. I think they're 9-3 and in their last 12 games together. Wait, Um, let me ask you a question. How do you you feel about their head coach? Trash. (laughs) Okay. But, I mean, how do I feel about the Niners head coach, right? I'm not a huge Kyle Shanahan fan. I know you're not a huge chug, but I don't think you would put him in the trash. Category. No, he's not trash. Absolutely not. But 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 let me let me keep making an argument for why. Here's the thing: I think most Niner fans are like, "Oh, we're definitely going to sweep the Cardinals this year." Whoa, whoa, slow down. I mean, I think they'll beat the Cardinals once, but this is a team that lost to Denver and Chicago. And and one thing that the Niners have a, a pattern with: they've lost to every single mobile quarterback on their schedule so far this season. Every single one. And this has been an issue for years. I don't know if it's a wide nine thing or whatever, but uh, Kyler Murray is as mobile as any quarterback in the league, and he has given them problems with his legs. And I just want to point out one stat. DeAndre Hopkins is back. So far this season, when targeting Hopkins, Kyler Murray's quarterback rating is 119. There's still a really good connection. The whole offense goes through him. No, they can't run the ball at all, but uh, you don't have to run the ball against the Niners. You can just screen him and then mix mix it in with some downfield like scramble plays. That's my defense of the Cardinals winning maybe one game against the Niners. What do you think?
1: So, like, I, I, I see where I—that's I, a good point. But I do think I think D'Amico Ryan is a bright is a bright guy, and I think sometimes we, with all his success, I think we we'll forget like it's only his second, not even his full second year in the league as a as a DC. So remember, solid wasn't immediately like you know, was it immediately awesome, right? So. Yeah. And he did have problems. Like, remember, he did, he had problems with the mobile quarterback too. And then eventually, he eventually found some answers. Yeah. Year so, four. Year four, he figured
0: it out. But yeah, but, with, a, with a lot wait, of wait, help wait. from me. A lot of help from me.
1: But I think, I think early on, he didn't have, I don't think he had all the tools in the cupboard. Like later, later on, he
0: did, he had more tools. He had in the like, Ray, Ray, you know, Ray, me, Ray Ray Armstrong. Remember Ray Ray Armstrong? Maybe that's who Colin Coward was talking about Armstrong. <laughs> There's the Red Wave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he pretends to be an expert on about sports seven days a week, and now he's going to pretend to be an expert about politics. I like him, man. There is nothing he won't pretend to be. I like that about him. All right, keep going. So, I think that like I, I think I think he could give he could start figuring
1: out. I mean, he's he's faced enough mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, this this I mean, so it wouldn't surprise me if he came up with some new some new wrinkles in the defense where he can slow kyler yeah. down i mean um take care take care of hop if you take care of hopkins or just you, you know you can also do it what they kind of do to the rams is they kind of suffocate everybody else let cooper cup go off and then just suffocate everybody else and just control and control kyler because kyler will do kind of what stafford does is like let him make some mistakes and yeah. then, but then you got to capitalize off of those mistakes
0: the difference is that Kyler's much more mobile than, than Stafford. Oh, yeah, and no he, They do have some speed on that offense. And Rondale Moore and Hollywood Brown, like, they have more talent than the Rams. They're a better team than the Rams, who freaking suck, although they are champions. But I just want to say, like, winning a Super Bowl these days does, I mean, it's great, but it doesn't mean that you're a dynasty. This is the salary cap era. And the, and the, like, this whole, McVay could be gone next year. So just because they won something last year doesn't mean anything for this year. That's a team that's going to finish last in their division this year. So I don't know why I'm talking about the Rams. we're not going to talk about the Rams anymore because they don't matter. We're talking about the Arizona Cardinals. Uh their defense sucks this year as opposed to the last. They got you know, they no longer have Chandler Jones. I don't know. They no longer have Patrick Peterson. I don't know if they had him in a while, but they have they have JJ Watt who's still healthy.
1: Yeah. You know. I definitely don't I don't think like the Niners and I'm gonna say this for probably for most of people that are on the schedule, like they can't walk in there and be like, "Oh, our defense is just gonna win the game for us," and then like our offense, like has our offense can put up 13 and we'll win. Like, you know, they've mm,
0: that's the thing. That that's the thing. I, I do feel like the Cardinals can actually expose the weaknesses in the Niners' defense. It's a very good defense, but when they, even when they play well against mobile quarterbacks, you know that like third and 13. Uh, that 14-yard scramble on third and 13 is coming at some point in the game. It happened against Denver. It happened against – well, they were terrible against Marcus Mariota. Just awful. He got whatever he wanted in that game, and that was the last time they – and, well, there was Mahomes who got whatever he wanted too. So if you can, like, sort of beat that initial wave, make the initial wave uh, a pass rush miss, if you can run a little bit on your own, Niners are on their heels fast.
1: I, I'd i be interested to see if if Salah – sorry, sorry, not Salah – if D'Amico comes up with something. I, I don't. Know, maybe he needs to. Maybe use maybe use Ward as a spy on on Tyler.
0: Like I like to rush five against a mobile quarterback like that. And it's, what you're saying is I'm rushing five, but I'm not really rushing the quarterback. What I'm doing is I'm taking away a scramble lane. Uh, I'm putting because if you rush four, there's always one one gap that you can run through. And you're saying, hey man, keep this guy in the pocket. The ends cannot rush past Kyler Murray. You cannot rush up further upfield than Kyler Murray. You're you're creating a cage. And what you're saying is the guy is five foot nine. He can't see. He can't see if he's in the pocket. So keep him in the pocket. I mean, honestly, that's what I would do. I think that's your best. That's your best move against him.
1: I think. What, yeah. What you have. What you have to do is you, is you, you can rush. You can rush. Rush four or rush five, but rush, but like have, <coughs> have one be a uh, a late ad. So like what you kind of do is you let the you let the quarterback kind of declare where like where he's Fair. going and yep. then
0: the yep. the last I like that. person adds in. I like that. Throw, right? I like that. I like that. that. that's clever. But you know what I'm saying. Like there there I needs to be better to rush I five didn't. than to rush three on third down because you don't want to just invite him to scramble. And he doesn't want to throw anyway. Just saying.
1: Yeah. And you can kind of do that and make it and make it sort of cloudy for, for him too. It's like you can you can have a defensive lineman do that. You can have the defensive lineman do like a, a do a late ad. Let him let let Kyler declare where he wants to go and then you know let one of like uh Ebicom, let Eb- let Ebicom, um then go hunt him. yeah uh, What's th- i i, I kind of like know. the idea of, of maybe having having ward do that cuz you know ward has enough uh, jimmy has enough speed to track him down he likes he likes hitting he likes tackling anyway so he's a good tackler so yeah. um you know
0: That's a good call. he got
1: some confidence that he could he could take care i the niners i, bl- I believe in the past have fiddled around with letting uh, Fred Warner be a spy on Kyler and didn't have, it,
0: not fast, yeah, enough. It not yeah, fast enough. Not fast enough. Yeah. What I think is interesting about Arizona is they're a tough matchup for the Niners, as we as we've kind of laid out. But they're not a tough matchup for the Rams. They lost to the Rams already, and they're not a tough matchup on the Seahawks because they can't run the ball at all, and they're just a drop back passing team. And all of a sudden, going against the Rams and do that crap like Aaron Donald's in your face, and you lose. You do that against the, uh, the Seahawks. They have really good corners, and it's not easy to just pass the ball down the field against them, like. You do that against the Niners, like it's hard to run the it's hard to go right up in that Niners uh front seven. It's very stout. But if you do what the Cardinals do and throw screens and extend plays, I think that's your best bet against the Niners. So I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, the Cardinals. But it's just a tough matchup for the 49ers as we've seen the last two seasons.
1: 3. Yeah, that's another thing yeah. is like he's going to have Domingo's going to have a, have to come up with some answer
0: to to screen to screen game. Yeah. He's getting screened to death. The last yeah. few weeks, and the only reason it didn't work for a whole game for the Rams is that that's that's all they had. You know they, they didn't have. It was like their fastball, and they had nothing else, right? So and the, and the they more less, more.
1: and they and they only really had they only really had one kind of weapon to screen to. I mean, yeah, you right. could count them. and he wasn't explosive. Yeah, the tight end uh, a little bit, but like
0: you know, no, this this team has Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Hollywood Brown, a lot of speed. I mean, in that sense, they're more like. The Chiefs. They're not the Chiefs. The Chiefs were well-coached and well-prepared. The the Cardinals are probably... They, well, they, they can't fire their coach. They just extended him. They're a joke. But they do give the Niners a tough time. So, I think this is an interesting game. I actually picked the Cardinals to win it. The one in Mexico City. I think the Niners probably should handle business at home week 18 with, this, with the playoffs on the line. But I kind of think they'll split. I don't know. We'll see. Well, well, Mexico... I, I guarantee Mexico City will be a sea of red.
1: Ha <laughs> ha!
0: and that's all that really matters. All right. After them, the 49ers will face the New Orleans Saints at home. The Saints are currently 3 and 5. They just shut out the Raiders who really freaking suck. Um they have Andy Dalton as their quarterback who's essentially Jimmy Garoppolo. They have Alvin Kamara as their running back who's essentially Christian McCaffrey. Um they have Dennis Allen as their coach who's who has no personality. Um they don't have michael thomas he seems like he's out for the year
1: no, he no personality
0: kyle yeah <laughs> like the defensive version of kyle sanahan um i'm sorry like, i think kyle has a little bit more personality than dennis allen yeah, yeah uh he does they have chris olave who seems to be a improving good first round pick wide receiver they have marshall latimore who's still a baller i don't know man um what do you think of this team
1: I think there's a reason why Sean Paye, Sean Paye, Sean a bail on on that, right? Like, yeah. Um, but the thing about any any of these opponents, right? It's like
0: this with this Niners team; they could lose to anybody. That's the thing, and that's why I'm like, that's why I want to really look at each one closely. Like, we just didn't I I didn't even consider the Falcons, but then I brought in a, a Falcons content creator on my channel. and He was like, "Look, this team." has been in every single game so far this year. I don't know what is going on, but they're really well-coached and well-prepared, even though they don't have that much talent. And he called it. So I'm, I, the Niners are not necessarily super well-coached and well-prepared right now. They're, they're a team that is living on experience and talent until their coaching staff comes to the party. Maybe they will at the bye week. So that's why I'm look. I mean, we don't even look at the Chargers. I think the Chargers really suck. But I'm not even ca- counting the AFC teams right now. Um, the Niners definitely could lose to some of those too. I'm just looking at the NFC teams that are – because it looks like right now uh, either the Niners or the Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. And then the two top NF, uh, NFC wildcard teams are going to be the Giants and the Cowboys. So the Niners are either going to win their division or be the 7th seed. And if they're going to be the 7th seed, they're going to be competing with these teams here. So let's say So you,
1: certain, team, certain teams can get away with with uh, turning the ball over. The Niners can't. Like right. their, their turnover, their successory is highly – it's it's highly correlated to how much they turn the ball over versus how much the other team turns the ball over. I mean, it's a general it's, it's a general rule in football, but there are certain teams that can get away with it. Usually, right. Usually, teams that have a, a really great good quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah those like, ones. Real, the Bills can. The Bills have won games with turning the ball over than the opponents. Um,
0: sure, Chiefs believe, have two. Yeah, the Chiefs have two. Yeah, I'm sure the Chiefs uh, have too.
1: Even the even the Rams have have, but the Niners. Yeah, they have team.
0: Mr. Pick Six at quarterback. Absolutely. So.
1: I guess for all of these hands, I'm going to have to say, is this is ex-quarterback going to turn the ball over more than Jimmy Garoppolo? And I'm going to say
0: Andy Dalton will. Um, yeah, because he's going against a, a tougher defense. Yeah. And he's not good. Yeah. I don't think he's that much worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. But he doesn't have Debo. He doesn't have Ayuk. He has Olave and Kamara. And he's got that face, which frankly is not doing him any favors. Sorry, but you know what I'm talking about. He's got the face. It's a, it's a hindrance when you got a face like that playing he quarterback. He does have the red rifle. He does have the red rifle, though. Yeah, I mean, so basically my premise for the last game for the Cardinals is that, hey, you can't write off the Cardinals because the Niners are defeated against, you know, they have not beaten a mobile quarterback this year, and Kyler is as mobile as it gets. Well, Andy Dalton isn't exactly mobile. You know, they the Niners face a quarterback like him every freaking day in practice. I, I don't think... Andy Dalton is going to beat the 49ers defense. I just don't see it happening. I don't, yeah, I don't, and I, I don't think they have the, uh, the the front to deal with the Niners front. So. Yeah, I don't think they have the weapons either. If they had Michael Thomas, maybe. But if all the Niners have to worry about is Chris Olave, who's good, not great, and Alvin Kamara, who's passers prime, I think the Niners can probably outscore that. Yeah. It's going to be a, a, a shootout between the red rifle and the— I don't know. What would you say Jimmy is? Italian style. I don't know. The Italian's Italian? Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So we're not really I, – I think the Saints probably have a better chance to make the playoffs than the Cardinals because that NFC South is awful. How many was it going to take to win that division this year? Nine? The Eight? NFC Eight? South? Yeah. Yeah. It's so the bad.
1: Fa- the, <laughs> Falcons, I, I just saw like that. There's the Falcons and the, the Panthers could potentially win that division after they, after they basically gave up. Ooh, they should have yeah <laughs> well, like, oh, they beat
0: the bucks <laughs> they're like rebuild and then like oh whoa whoa, whoa, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're chilling, whoa. <laughs> hey trading tra- christian McCaffrey's the best thing that ever happened to that franchise pj what's his name pj walker hey would the niners have beaten pj walker i don't know they haven't beaten a mobile quarterback all year i just want to say so no neither of us are really uh taking the saints too seriously let's talk about the tampa what
1: Would they have beaten beaten
0: Christian McCaffrey at quarterback? He's so good at throwing the football. A little short though. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is the next potential NFC playoff contender on the Niners' schedule after the Saints. And what you got to know about the Bucs is they started off 2-0. Since then, they've lost 5 of 6. The one win was that controversial win against the Falcons where Brady got sacked at the end and they called it a 15-yard penalty. It's very, very close to being on a six-game losing streak, which is interesting because they do have a good defense. All those guys from that Super Bowl, Vita Via, all the, the safeties, the corners, the linebackers, still there. Um, Todd Bowles still there. Tom Brady's still there. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin's still there. They essentially lost Rob Gronkowski, maybe a center, a couple offensive linemen, and they can't, now they cannot run the ball or win, and they're totally dysfunctional. Maybe it's all Giselle's fault. What do you think of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It's Giselle's it does, fault.
1: It does seem like that they are falling apart, right? 100%. But,
0: yeah. So dysfunctional.
1: And the forty, I think we've talked about it before. It's like Tom Brady is not a mobile quarterback.
0: No. Um,
1: he He genuinely does not – he does not – Do well with pressure, but the thing with with Brady, it's always been can you get interior pressure on him, right? So I guess Armstead play,
0: will Armstead play, will Kinlaw play? play. We don't know. Yeah,
1: will Armstead play? Um, And maybe an answer for that is is can they can they stay in that maybe that four defensive end front and get interior pressure on on, in
0: right? Given the fact that the that the Bucks can't run the ball at all, at all, right? Kind of like the Rams, yeah. So yeah, I, Dude, I The would, Bucks lost to the Carolina Panthers two weeks ago. Sorry, to, sorry to cut you off. They lost twenty-one to three to PJ Walker and Deontay Foreman. Sorry, and they lost to the Steelers. Wow, they beat the Falcons. That was crazy. Sorry.
1: I'm saying Niners win. Niners
0: win that game. Yeah, I think they will too. But let's well, let's just slow down.
1: Actually, wait, wait. You know what? Let me. I'm going to backtrack because let's backtrack. I'm gonna backtrack because I'm gonna go with what actually what I've said right before is about the turnovers. Tom Brady isn't turning the ball over, though. That's what I wanted to point. I
0: just he's yeah. got one turn. He's got one pick this year. One. So pick. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack and I'm gonna. They're not you know. gonna beat themselves in this game. The Niners are gonna have to beat them, and they can. But Tampa has a good defense. They got Vita Villa, who no one on the Niners offensive line can block. Oh, maybe Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks having a good year, but it seems like the Niners offensive line has problems with. Big D lineman Chris Jones, like they always do, a good job against Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is undersized and quick, and he uses it to his advantage. But Chris Jones is on the other end of the spectrum, and the Niners have never been able to handle him because their guys are all small and undersized on the offensive line, except for Banks. Yeah, I, I
1: feel like I feel like the Niners they kind of let they they let Aaron Donald do his like because yeah. Aaron Donald will guess will guess and will, will go he'll he'll go inside to get outside and the right. diners just let him do it. And then they seal and they seal yeah. him off. Like I saw one clip where like, well, look at this bank, Aaron, this blocks, this block Aaron Banks put on Aaron Donald. No, I saw that. It, it, I saw that. Aaron Donald yeah. just went inside and didn't try to go around him and he couldn't. Right. So,
0: right. Yeah. so they, they, I mean, they, they face him twice a year. They know what to expect. Uh, they don't face Vita via twice a year. He's more like the Christian. Jo- no, he's not like Chris Jones, but he's just a big load. Like you got four and a half sacks this year. Uh, I think this is going to be a tougher game. Than the Saints game, just because it's freaking Tom Brady. And although they're dysfunctional now, it'll be interesting. Either that team will be down and out. This will be this is Week Twelve, so either this team will be totally eliminated and on a, in the midst of like an embarrassing ten game losing streak, or maybe Tom Brady figures it out because they have talent. Again, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, that's two guys better than nothing. Yeah, and I know I know Jimmy Garoppolo
1: right now is posting a career low interception percentage, but. That that normally normalizes itself. Like he always is kind of around the same, 2.6, 2.8. Yeah. So it's true. It's until this until it keeps going and extending and keeps it and he keeps it low, I'm gonna believe that he's gonna throw the throw picks. Um, and this might be the game where he does.
0: And it's actually week fourteen. Sorry, I just wanted to correct myself. It's, it's December 11th, week fourteen. So this is a lot of time for Jimmy Garoppolo to start throwing picks and Tom Brady to start figuring it out. Yeah. Don't overlook this game. Uh, the, the, Bucks, other, the Bucks are tough. I don't know what to make of them.
1: And the other thing is you just mentioned about the NFC South, how it's not good. So every, the Bucks aren't going to be
0: out of the hunt. So they're yeah. not going to be like in, in you know uh, one two three Cancun. You know like. exactly. Exactly. So the yeah. fact that the NFC South is so terrible actually plays against the Niners because they're going to have to deal with these desperate mediocre teams deep into the season. And I don't know. I mean, the Niners might be a desperate mediocre team too. So we'll have to see. Buccaneers game is very interesting. This one and the Cardinals ones, I think, are the, the two that could present the Niners problem so far. Although That's at least Tom Brady mediocre. can't move. Huh? That's
1: very mediocre. That's written mediocre. Somehow, like somehow, this this like our show always goes back to lowered expectations. Big. Right? Really, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much the Niners. Yeah, it's like the Niners just dated Jimmy Garoppolo through their 20s and 30s and then they just broke up at like 39 with no kids and they're like oh no oh no i gotta work this out you we just matched on bumble we have terrific compatibility let's have a kid tomorrow yeah that's kind of what happened right i don't think that happened at all i don't think that happened at all all right moving on the seattle seahawks hold on before we talk about the seattle seahawks i think there was a comment Sean 951 Niners says 2023 Rodgers, Niners quarterback, Super Bowl each year with our roster. Exclamation point. Sure. How about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers? Bring them both in, have a competition. See who's the best. I would do that. Kirk Cousins, too. And then Sprinkle and Trey Lance is the third? I would use him as a running back. I think that's the, the fear. That, I think that's why they traded for him, too. Everyone thought they wanted him. Boy, he needs a lot of development as a quarterback. <laughs> Not if we use him as a running back. <laughs> and then when that didn't work, they traded all their other picks for another running back. So you, they don't under, you know, people don't understand how much the Niners want running backs. Okay, let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks. All right. The Niners beat them already. That was week two. Since then, their defense has gone from trash to like really good, uh, which is kind of what happens under Pete Carroll a lot. Uh, he's a really good coach, he usually has very young players on his defense. And right now he's got two corners that are, like, locking people up. Tariq Woolen and Michael Jackson. They also have a guy named Kobe Bryant, not the basketball player. He's got
1: Kobe Bryant and
0: Michael Jackson on <laughs> He has Kobe Bryant and Michael Jackson on his team. Not the basketball player, the pop star. Just wanted to point that out. Um, so they have cool names. Good players. I this that's, so It's going to be harder for the Niners to pass the ball against the Seahawks in this game. Plus, it's in Seattle
1: what they also have is I'd have to look this up but as of like a week or 2 weeks ago they had two of two of
0: like the top 3 guys that are forcing fumbles. Oh, I think Kobe Bryant might be forcing fumbles. It's with a name like fun- that, how could he not? Steals. I'm going to call him steals when he does it. So, I'm gonna, I'm
1: I'm going to go back to the turnover thing. Is Yeah. Is Ceele Smith going to turn the ball over more than Jimmy Garoppolo?
0: In Seattle, probably not. Another thing that's uh, been key for the Seahawks is they uh, Rashad Penny got hurt. He was really good, but now Kenneth Walker, the rookie, is their starter, and he's really, really good. He's averaging like five point four yards per carry. Runs really freaking hard. He is the heir apparent to Beast Mode. He's the best running back they've had since Beast Mode. And when Pete Carroll has a running back that runs that hard, they're pretty tough to beat. I mean, he has a very so he. I mean, they can play the Niners' style of football very much. They, I don't know yeah. if they can check it down to Kenneth Walker like the Niners can check it down to Christian McCaffrey, but you know six one half dozen the other, half dozen the other.
1: And they've got two. They've got two rookie tackles that are playing better every every, every week.
0: That's another. Like Pete Carroll is what seventy four years old, and he loves playing players who are twenty one and twenty two. Has no problem gets them to play really well. Kyle Shanahan's forty one is like the most conservative coach in the league. He's like, get off <laughs> <And> my failed. <laughs> <laughs> and Carroll.
1: Carol was one huh. of the first coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Carol was one of the first coaches at USC that would just play freshman. Like you would come, at, like he would, you would come in as a freshman, and he would because this in in football it wasn't a not really normal thing. Like it would happen in basketball, but for football, it's like oh, you got to get seasoned, you got to hit the weight room. Yeah. But like Pete, like you would come in and as a freshman, I stuck start, start you.
0: Yeah, good coach. And that's just, you know, speaks to his confidence in getting players ready to play in his scheme. Really good coach. (laughs) What's the coach? What's the coach going to say again? (laughs) Meh. (laughs) Meh, (laughs) get (laughs) off (laughs) my lawn, say meh. Official b and Music 88 says, Seattle went from Legion of Boom to Smooth Mamba. I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: Uh, Oh, because of Michael Jackson and
0: Kobe Bryant. Oh, I get it now. Smooth criminal. Was Michael Jackson that smooth, though? I feel like the word was out on him, in like by like the early '90s. But I don't know. I mean, that was all a legend. It was all alleged, alleged. Am I the only person that kind of feels a little icky listening to like post off the wall? I got off the wall on my wall, but Thriller and Bad. Uh, I, that, when like he, when he's singing "Pretty Young Thing," does that resonate with you? I don't know. This is a tangent. I'm just saying. Yeah. I just feel like I can't listen to that song and be like, "Yeah, he's, but, yeah." Let me put this on this mixtape for my wife. Pretty you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't talking about her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the video I don't
1: know where who he, he was talking about ro- where he turns into a robot always like freaked me out. I don't Which one? Weird. Thriller?
0: No. No, I t-
1: I can't remember the song, but like there's a video he turns into a robot to save some kids or whatever. And, like Oh. He had to save the kids. Yeah, he save kids by turning into a robot.
0: Anyway. Thank you. Because when you need someone to save the kids, call Michael Jackson. Let's let's talk about the Washington Commanders. They are very interesting in the in the sense that they might be the biggest dumpster fire organization in the NFL, and they're still in the, still in the playoff hunt. Like they're they're. they're I mean, sitting right outside the. Their their head coach already threw their quarterback under the bus this year. Carson yeah. Wentz already out, but they've won three in a row, and now they're back to Taylor Heineke. Who seems to give them a better chance to win than anyone else. Uh, More things about the Washington Commanders that you need to know. Big front seven. Big dudes on the D-line. Deron Payne. Montez Sweat. Big dudes that push people around. um, Terrible secondary. Uh, Terry McLaurin's really good at wide receiver. Mm, Curtis Samuel's okay. That's the team. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, they can bring in, they can get interior interior pressure. Um, yep. So that's one that's one thing. So, yep. I mean, you, you you just say those those two those two guys inside um, can really cause some problems. So, but Taylor, Taylor Heineke, um, I'm still not that confident with their quarterback group. I'm gonna say if the they, Niners
0: lose to Taylor Heineke, man, the jokes that we're gonna make. The jokes. The jokes. Look, they've, they've lost to some good quarterbacks this year. Russell Wilson, Marcus Mariota, Justin Fields, all dynamic athletes. Taylor Heineke? You can't call yourself a a team and lose to Taylor Heineke. It's against the rules. If you lose to the Washington Commanders, you should have to fold your team right then quit the season. It's over. You lost to Taylor Heineke. That's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I'm going to— I'm going to say they win this game. They just, to me, like, they just lost to Seattle and the Bucks. They come back. They beat Taylor Harnieke. Jimmy. Yeah. The, the, Jimmy cycle, the Jimmy cycle,
0: right? Like, Jimmy. Underdog this, mentality.
1: Yeah. He he just, over the last two games, he just threw four picks. So, now he's going yeah. to come back. and
0: Somehow, the Niners will be, like, home dogs against Washington. And he'll beat them. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Are the Niners the scariest team in the NFL? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> the Niners yeah. The great, Is this the greatest assemblance of – of talent all time in the NFL? It could be. It's, I just think it's impressive that, you know, Dan Snyder is so toxic and everything's going up in smoke, but Taylor, here comes Taylor Heineke to right the ship. Da, 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 da. He, who is this kid? And why does it work for him? He's, he is the Jimmy Garoppolo of Washington, right? They're never going to get rid of him. Never going to get rid of him. At some They're going to bring a new quarterback. He's going to lose his first two games. But, oh my God, Taylor Heineke would have, he just wins. He would have won. And he's handsome. Is he handsome? I haven't seen Taylor Heineke. I don't know. I haven't judged. I'd like to judge. I'm a judge. A question for the chat has only uh has anyone done red zone rally? How is it? I don't know what, don't know that, what is. that is. So but it's for the chat though. Sorry. That, someone else can answer that question. All right. So that so that's that's it. Then the Niners face the Raiders and the Car- and the Cardinals again. But I think the team in the NFC that Niner fans are really looking at is the Eagles they're undefeated but they kind of like the Niners haven't beaten haven't faced that many good teams last night on Thursday Night Football they had a pretty close game against the Texans until they ended up beating them by 12 so now I think the Niners looking at this team and thinking are the Eagles really that much better than the Niners or are they even better than the Niners at all uh, what do we know about the Eagles? They got a young quarterback who's playing really well, but hasn't been tested in the playoffs in Jalen Hurts. They got a, they got a great one. running back too. Got they got a got, great
1: offensive line.
0: They got a great offensive line unlike the Niners. Um, they have a great trio of receivers in A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. Uh, they have two really, good really freaking good cornerbacks in James Bradbury and Darius Slay. They got a really good – was he a nickel or safety in, in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? Um, yeah, I think is think he's a nickel. They're pretty much stacked at every level of every position on the team. They did, they did it. They did, there were some rumors that they are after
1: Alvin Kamara, but they didn't get the running back, so they don't have that.
0: They still have Miles Sanders, though, who's really, really, really good, and Jalen Hurts runs. Not the Christian one McCaffrey. That, Not no, I don't have Christian McCaffrey. CMC. We're calling him CMC on this channel, on this channel right here, okay? Uh, the one thing they don't seem to have statistically is a good run defense. They're giving up, like, five-plus yards per carry. But th- at the same time, they've given up the fifth fewish rushing attempts, which tells me that teams, that they're basically winning all the time. And when teams run the ball, they're running from behind and they're probably running against light boxes and getting five yards and punting. So I don't really know what their run defense is really like. Or, I don't know if it's been tested yet. Or it could be that their offense their offense is scoring too much so the
1: teams can't run. There you they go. can't utilize the run game.
0: Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. So um, this seems like a really, really, really good team until someone gets injured. A.J. Brown was drafted after Debo. Niners could have had A.J. Brown, and Debo has given the Niners some great things, some great, great performances. But A.J. Brown is super consistent, and he's having another excellent year, and Debo is it. Maybe Debo will finish really strong. I don't know. But that's one difference in the teams right now is that A.J. Brown is chugging along while Debo's still kind of stuck in neutral this year. Oh, and yeah. that they have Jalen Hurts, who's really good, and the Niners have Jimmy Garoppolo, who's Jimmy Garoppolo. No disrespect. I like Jimmy. But come on. It's Jimmy. Yeah, if, the, if the Niners played the Eagles tomorrow, I would definitely pick the
1: Eagles 10 times in ten.
0: Pretty much all you got to say about that. Um, that's what I want to come back to. So, like, everyone's saying the Niners are the scariest team in the NFL. How? I mean, no disrespect, but they got blown out. By the Chiefs. Why would we think that would change next week? And if they were to face the Eagles, why would the Niners beat the Eagles when they couldn't beat the Bears? I don't know. I think we're going to need to see the Niners beat Arizona before we say that they're definitely going to go back to the... I mean, do they have the team to win the Super Bowl this year? Yes. Does that mean they will? No. Absolutely not. Because one... We've seen that they've been underperforming a lot. And two, I think the difference between teams, like the good teams and the bad teams, becomes less every year. So are the Niners good? Yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean they're way better than a team that's not good? No. Absolutely not. They could lose to the Bucs week 14. They could lose to the Cardinals, who probably won't make the playoffs. Um, how many teams are truly great in the NFL right now? They could get swept by, by the Cardinals. Yeah. There's like two really good teams, two really bad teams, no great teams. Absolutely no great teams. And that's just a tangent of mine. I really hate that. I admit, We grew up in the 80s and 90s. There were great teams. We don't see great teams anymore. And the NFL doesn't care because they keep making more and more money every year. People keep going to, to watch mediocre teams play mediocre football. And fantasy football reigns supreme. So fans, if you want to see like greatness again, Man, stop going to the games and just watch on TV or whatever. Write to your congressman. Watch, watch Write a ESPN. letter. Is ESPN Classic still there? Watch ESPN Classic. Watch ESPN Classic. I don't know. We got to put some pressure on the league to like bring back quality products. My favorite line. you ever watched that movie White Chicks? That movie is so funny. I actually, I actually never saw it. Oh, my God. It's required. If you're going to be a, a guest on my show, you have to watch White Chicks because it has really poignant social commentary really poignant social commentary it's about these two uh black fbi agents and they go white face and they pretend to be women and it's their comment on what it's like to be white women in america they go to this uh hotel early on and they get like rough treatment so they're like i'm writing a letter and he goes i am a white woman in america and they're like whoa 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 <laughs> well you don't need to do that it's so funny so funny, really, really a really underrated Wayne's Brothers movie. I don't know why it didn't win the Academy Award. It was important to our society. Anyway, Leonardo says, "Can we go way off topic a bit? What's your opinion on spirits and ghosts?" Also, best rock songs from you and Coach Go. What's spirits and ghosts, just in general? Yeah, like in
1: general, like spirits and ghosts. Like,
0: I don't know. I can't. I've never encountered a spirit or a ghost, but I did watch Coco on the plane back from Minnesota in August. I don't know if you've seen Coco, but that made me cry for two hours on the plane. And Dia de los Muertos was the other day. So I hope I got some visits, is well. I have I to watched, say.
1: I watched Thor, Love and Thunder on the way back from...
0: Did that make you cry? It did not. It made me laugh oh. a couple times, though, but... Okay. Favorite rock songs? My favorite rock group right now is a... Uh, a punk rock group from Australia called the Chats. They're pretty cool. I grew up listening to Green Day, and there's not really good like American punk rock anymore. Just the Chats are the Chads. The Chats. I don't know who the Chads are, but they're probably great too. <laughs> the, Ch- the Chads are the Eagles. The Chats. <laughs> the, the Eagles are the Chats. Yeah. Um, any other teams in the NFC that are interesting? I mean, like the Cowboys are good, right? You were looking, You were, I saw you tweeting about them, Mike. They're yeah, a well-coached team, think- really good defense. Yeah, I just I was just like, you kind of got to give Mike McCarthy his flowers, right? He did. He won a Super
1: Bowl in Green Bay, which nobody else has been able to do, or nobody like that. Like, uh I know he had Aaron Rodgers and all that. I mean, he's done pretty good with the Cowboys. Like, so I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to say Mike McCarthy is like the greatest coach of all time, but like, I don't think we can out uh, we can say he's like ass, you know.
0: Well, I mean, they the, the Cowboys lost to the Niners last year at home in the it playoffs. Is. But since then, it seems like their defense is better. Um, they still have Dak, although Dak was so bad in that playoff game. Just terrible. But he's a good quarterback. He's better than Jimmy. I mean, I I wouldn't say that the Niners are definitely better than the 6-2 and two yeah. Cowboys. And then there's the, the Giants, who somehow are 6-2 and two with no players in their team. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how they did that. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. – <laughs> it's amazing it's funny what coaching can do when you actually have a head coach of a team that's the one thing having a head coach i think is underrated a lot of teams have coordinators and stuff. So the niners have coordinators really good coordinators if they had a head coach man imagine what they could do they might win a super bowl i don't know i'm such a jerk they won they're on a bye week and i'm just taking shots left and right why why it's unfair it's uncouth if if one could be uncouth, could one also be couth? That's my question. You never hear people talk about couth. Yeah, dude, I okay, want to okay. be couth. My brother says you need to get with Queens of the Stone Age, and what kind of olive oil is that, Coach? Your
1: brother had to pay, your brother had to pay $10 to make a to comment? It's rough, rough in your family, man.
0: Yeah, if he, if he gives less than $10, I don't read it. <laughs> no, he's just supporting his little brother. I appreciate it. Queens of Stone Age still makes music. That's tight. Wait, can I get Brian? They've been around can forever. I give, can I give Brian
1: a, a hint? Like Brian, if you just like Venmo that to to Grant, like he'll get all of it. So if YouTube taking a cut.
0: No, that's okay though. He needed to be part of the. He needed to be part of the show. I didn't know that Queens of Stone Age still made music. They're cool. I like Queens of Stone Age. I give them two oh, thumbs up.
1: All of, oh, this is this. It's uh, a. Yeah, organic. It's organic. Organic. I think it's organic. Bj from BJ's yeah organic. from BJ's from BJ's wellesley what is BJ's b oh you don't B BJ's no BJ's it's a wholesale it's a wholesale club like um, oh, okay so you you buy everything in bulk
0: oh okay yeah me and my brother just get our uh, olive oil from the from Italy straight we have a straight from Italy dealer yeah we got a dealer it's in the family uh,
1: you guys yeah I-, I thought i was i thought i was bougie doing organic but you guys are like
0: I like how you tried to just throw organic out there to make it seem cool. I don't know what it is, but I heard it's organic. Oh, okay. All well, right. he asked. He asked what it was.
1: So I, I mean, it's organic. Well, people have a lot
0: of. You have a really, really nice backdrop tonight. I gotta, I gotta say, we, we're seeing the microwave. It's gotta, it's just, it's just. <laughs> you give off the vibes that you don't spend a lot of time at home. That you're more of like a Brazil guy, like an up in the air kind of guy. I have been, I have been lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for watching, everyone. Brian, thank you for the ten dollars. I owe you. I appreciate you, man. That's my brother, everyone. He's gonna, some, he's gonna he's gonna put that towards some olive oil. Uh, hey, Bry, what do you think of the Warriors and their three and six start? <laughs> my brother's a big Warrior fan. I've been watching the Warriors more because I, I the Warriors have been this huge dynasty, and I really felt like it's been boring as hell to talk about them. Like they're great. Like what can you say the last eight years? But now, now they're super interesting. So I watched the whole game last night and just. Shit posted on Twitter the entire time. It was so much fun, dude. So much fun. I think I'm gonna start covering the Warriors. Do you watch pull, them? I, no, I pulled
1: up and I I pulled up and I watched the Knicks last.
0: Like when I. Got, oh, that's a waste like, of time.
1: That's a waste. Yeah, of time for sure. like, yeah. Don't do that. Like, all right, don't do that. Yeah, they're playing the, They're playing Atlanta. Started off. They're They're up. They're up twenty.
0: I don't want to hear it. I don't care about the Knicks. They don't care. I don't. I don't care. I couldn't name one player on the Knicks. Not one. No. Thanks for the show, everyone. That's it. Have a great weekend, a great Friday. The Niners don't do anything this weekend, and my wife is working in the mornings, so that means I'll be working too. I'll be streaming. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but um, cold you cold. know, my wife's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian. What's that from? But I do love a tasty burger. That's the that's the question. That's the quiz for next show. What is that from? Coach Johnson is flummoxed. Pulp Fiction!